Welcome to episode 37 of the Lonely Fan Sports Show. I am Josh Anderson, and in this episode we will talk about the silly season of motocross and supercross. And we are going to start off with Eli Tomac and his departure from Monster Energy Kawasaki. And it's going to be pretty interesting to see him going to Blue Crew. And it's being reported by Steve Mathis of Pulpamex and RacerX that he is going to Monster Energy Star Yamaha for 2022 and possibly 2023. So when looking at Eli Tomac, he started out his career at Honda, um, Geico Honda. That's pretty much where we see him. He uh, won his 250 Supercross Championship there. He won his Outdoor Championship there in 2013. And then he went to his 450 career in 2014, got hurt uh, in Supercross, came out there, won a few outdoor races. Uh, 2015, won a few Supercrosses, and then uh, it was dominating the series with Geico Honda 450 program uh, and then he got hurt at round three he was looking to be the next guy and then he completely torpedoed his shoulders and then we found out that he signed a contract to be the next rider for Monster Energy Kawasaki it you know what it kinda at the time seemed like a perfect marriage uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki was at and, and, and it, it was kind of an interesting point because they had Ryan Villapoto he retired Villapoto had a few a couple of more years left on his contract but he didn't want to race anymore uh, Adam Cincerello kept hitting hurt so he he was projected to be up by the 450s at this time, but he what he he kept getting hurt, so he wasn't going to be there. And the rest of the amateur program wasn't developing, so the the barrel was kind of dry. And Davy Millsaps was let go because of a substance. Well, we learned later that. It was, uh, well, I guess he won some t type of a legal deal. But either way, he was let go. So it seemed like a perfect marriage at the time. Either way, 26, 2016 comes around, and it, it didn't start off well. But either way, it's been an interesting relationship between uh, the team. Uh, 2016 didn't really go well, but either way, uh, he was recovering from the shoulder surgery new bike and uh 2017 wins a lot of races no championship uh supercross anyway outdoors wins it wins three straight outdoor championships and then finally wins the supercross championship in 2020 so but it, i believe if i recall correctly there was somebody in within the truck that was let go and possibly some hurt feelings in there. 
So, you don't know. Maybe it was time to cut the cord. Uh, Kawasaki does have their man in Adam Cincerello. And they do have Austin Forkner coming down the pipeline with only one, possibly one year left. And ready to move up, wanting to go to the 450. So they have two guys ready to go. Plus they have Seth Hamaker. And they have a lot of people coming up. They have Ryder D. Uh, they have um, Jet Reynolds. So Cowie is ready to go here. And Eli Tomac is going to be 29-30 going into the last couple of years on the contract. So you kind of understand their point of view that they're ready to move on. So for Tomac, we're going to see if, if he can kind of where he's at with the Yamaha bike because we don't know if the star Yamaha is really fixed. Now, Plessinger and Ferrandis and Malcolm both had extremely good years. And Barsha had a good year the year before too. Now the Salt Lake City wasn't that good, but uh, in in 2020. But we don't know if he was really ready to go because there was kind of mixed mixed messaging if they were going to do Supercross in the fall. And we also don't know if uh, the bike was really performing well in in certain conditions. But back to the bike, we all know that. Tomac can have some issues in certain, con- or sorry, the bike can have certain issues in certain conditions, and Tomac can have certain um, issues with a lot of testing. So, are are we going to have some issues with the team and bike if he goes there? It, it, it's going to be one of those things. Is the last couple of years just going to be for a paycheck, or wh- where are we going to be here? So. It's just going to be interesting to see where we are going to be for the last couple of years with Eli Tomac, if, he, if he's going to be all in or if not. So it's just where are we going to be for the last couple of years? And, and with him going there, where, where it, it kind of really it kind of shifts gears excuse me, everywhere else in, in, within the whole field because Malcolm Stewart, is kind of no longer going to be there now uh Mathis and everyone else kind of reported that maybe rockstar is going to be there but is that only going to be a supercross only deal is that going to be uh outdoors too we don't know if the rockstar deal is going to be there as well because uh they are going into uh more of the uh e- esports kind of a deal even though i i don't understand why people want to watch people play video games when you can play video games yourself but that's for a conversation later but uh when you look at uh you know you have zach osborne but where where does dean dean wilson going to go because you can do some privateer stuff again he, he said on the pulp mix show a couple of weeks ago that um, he wants to ride for two more years. But, you know, rides are kind of drying up. We don't know if the Moto Concept team, Moto Concepts team is going to be around anymore. So 
we have that situation. Where is Jason Anderson going to be anymore? We don't know if he's going to resign with the Husky team. There are rumors that he might be going to the uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki team for a year or two. Uh, that that That's not confirmed, but that could be an option for him if he wants to go there. Some people are saying that there's no way he's going to be there. Even if he does, it's, it, it would be a solid move for both sides. He's, he's a solid rider, and it, we'll see if he does that. I, I, I don't think it's really negative for him to do that, but it would be a solid move for him. There's also the Rocky Mountain team. Now, I understand they're having some issues with the Blake Baggett contract. We don't know all the... All the ins and outs when it comes to that variable of that contract situation, but that is also an option because uh, maybe that team landing a Jason Anderson or a Malcolm Stewart could be an upgrade versus a Joey Sabachi and definitely a Justin Bogle because Justin Bogle realistically did not have a good year. But when you're looking at, um, you know, Aaron Plessinger is going to go to KTM and that's going to be a better bike for him, situationally-wise, because KTM is viewed as the best bike in the paddock right now. So uh, we don't know if Marvin Muscan is going to be signing that one-year deal. That's going to be on the table for him. Uh, obviously, Mar Marty Davalos retired. Uh, since, like I said, Mar uh, we don't know if MCR is going away, so we don't know where Brock Tickle is going to go. Uh, we don't know if the uh, Muckoff team is coming back, so we don't know if Justin Brayton is going to retire. We don't know if Vince Freezy, where he's going to go. There's rumors that he may just go to Arena Cross. Is Kyle Chisholm going to basically hang it up finally? Uh, he has a pretty good deal where he can make about six figures, but uh, is he is he going to be done? Is, is Suzuki going to come back, and is Max Anstey going to be back? What is Benny Blas going to do? He has an angle injury and he, uh, no outdoor deal. Uh, is Kay Clayson going to come back for that uh, his uh, current deal? I guess he's going to go up to Canada, but uh, is he going to be back in his, that one team that he's doing on now? Is uh, Alex Ray going to be back in his Kawasaki team? It's just very, for, for silly season purposes, this is going to be a short little deal, but there's a lot of moving parts going into the 450 class because when you look into the 250 class um it's it's very tight because colt nichols has to move up in after the 2022 season justin uh colt nichols because the people that are going to be moving up into not the 2022 season but the 2020 2023 season will be colt nichols justin cooper Austin Forkner and Jeremy Martin. Those four riders will have, unless if they all point out, well, Colt, well, if Colt Nichols and Justin Cooper have to move up regardless, but if they all point out specifically, those four will be moving up to the 450 class. And with the lack of ride issues developing, it's going to be a very extremely tight class moving forward and if uh jet lawrence wins a championship in 2022 
that means he's also going to be kind of, or if Hunter Lawrence won a championship in 2022, that means that's another writer that's going to be kind of forcing themselves up in the conversation in 2023, or I mean uh, 2024 as well. So it's just going to be kind of a, it's going to be crunch time for a lot of writers. And when you look at the amateur class, uh, Romanos, uh, Chance Hymas, um, Kitchen, all those writers are going to start making their way into the uh, 250 class. Uh, Nate, now, Nate Thrasher held himself back for eligibility years, but uh, March Banks held a year, uh, wait, um, had a year of eligibility gone. Julie Swell, another year gone. Uh, Shimoda only has one year of eligibility left. Uh, Seth, Seth Hatmaker wait, got a year. Cameron McAdoo, another year. So a lot of these guys kind of had a, another year. So a lot of these guys need to have a good year going into a year because they're only going to have a year or left. So either way, we'll see going into 2022, 2023. Ooh, lots and lots of close deals moving forward going into 2022, 2023, 2022, 2024, going into the 450 class, where we're going to head into. It's just, it's just interesting to see where these classes go which talent goes forward, what, how much the talent evaluates, and who pushes who out of the class into retirement. So either way, short little podcast on Silly Season and uh, where we're at. So thanks for listening.